So we've done 37 episodes mm-hmm. up to this point. 37. We launched this podcast back in April. Mm-hmm. No, end of March. Last week in March. In last March. week in March 2018. God is good. And it it spawned out of many conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you being one of my mentors and just the insight that I received about my career from you. Praise God. And I was just like... We got to help some more people. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because you were already doing many things and uh, and, and had, a, had you know, asked me to help with the TV show or whatever. And um, it was just like, man, this needs to be more frequent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we launched this podcast. Mm-hmm. Way, 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 way back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The beginning of our our mentor-mentee relationship mm-hmm. and the philosophy that you laid out to me that has just stuck with me forever. Mm-hmm. And that philosophy is the guiding principle of everything that we talk about on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? So what I wanted to do in this final episode of 2018... Close it out right. Yeah, was revisit our, our, our philosophy, and I call it a simple philosophy that can be life-changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, PIES, P-I-E-S. Mm-hmm. But we'll, and, and then, so we're going to revisit it. Let's look at PIES. Let's look at PIES. Mm-hmm. Episode 30... Eight of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. It's a bunch of episodes. Coming at you after the intro. <laughs> yeah, man. It's kind of a little emotional. Yeah. It's dude, dude. You know what though? God's been in it, man. We get letters yeah. back from people. People are uh uh People are, are are writing back in yeah. and contacting us yeah. or messaging and and we're trying to bless, man. We're letting God flow through this thing. We're blessing folks. Feedback is is, is very good, very mm-hmm. positive. Um, we're having impacts. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we we just talked about success and fulfillment in the last episode, mm-hmm. and that just that that was just a fulfilling moment right there to say we've done thirty eight episodes. This well, this is number thirty eight. Um. God's kept it going. He's kept it rolling. <laughs> and it's growing. It is. Know? It is. We're, we're blessed. So today we're revisiting the guiding prince of guiding philosophy of this podcast, PIES. Mm-hmm. P-I-E-S. And we used to do it more frequently. We mm-hmm. haven't done it in a while. It's been a minute. So we'll do it. Let's knock it out. P. Mm-hmm. P is for performance. You got to bring some to get some. I. I is for image. What do you look like you're doing when you're doing what you're doing? E. E is for exposure. How many people know you and know you positively? And S. S is spirituality. Without this, the rest of it don't matter. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. So, so yeah, so today what we're going to do, we're going to break down again each of these, uh, these, the four elements of this philosophy Mm -hmm. and um, just kind of revisit how you can use this simple philosophy mm-hmm. to reevaluate and change the way that you look at work. Okay, I gotta give I gotta give a shout back to the guy that created most of this. Absolutely. Okay. About thirty years ago I went to uh study at what they call the Coleman Institute in Atlanta. I met a gentleman that just blew the doors off of my whole brain mm-hmm. and he's mentored me. Uh, off and on through the years, but I think he's just one phenomenal, phenomenal guy. His name is Harvey Coleman, 
And I went to a class, I went to a session, it was a week-long session, and he says, guys, I'm going to give you some guiding principles. Mm -hmm. And when he came up with the pie theory, I was completely blown away. I didn't have a construct from which to think about my career. Mm -hmm. And just getting them going to work without some ability to know what, you know, is there a construct I need to follow to get where I want to go uh, was amazing. And then, of course, we added spirituality because we're both strong, faith-based, uh, faith, faith easy for me to say, faith-based <laughs> individuals. Right. And we understand that there is a higher power at work also. So when you put the performance, image, and exposure, and you add the spirituality, man, you have got a cocktail for success. And that's real. Yeah. That's real. So well, let's let's jump right into it. Okay. Um, P performance. Performance. Right? Just generally, overall, mm -hmm. uh, how do how how do you see performance? Well, we always talk in sports. Yeah. <laughs> and because the difference in of our eras, yeah. Uh, you have Mike Jordan. Yep. And I'm all the way back with Dr. J. Okay. And a little bit of Bill Russell. Yeah. You so go, we're yeah. always having the greatest, but. The only people that we're talking about yeah. ever mm -hmm. are the people that brought it every night. Every night, right. They are performers. Right. So what we're saying is, in order to be successful where you're going, and I don't care whether it's career, whether it's per, uh, family, whether it's uh, uh, an altruistic endeavor, I don't mm -hmm. care what it is, you've got to bring uh, a level of focus and excellence to your performance in that area in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing about in our current situation, the young folks are coming into the job with new skills and sets. There are people behind you. Mm -hmm. You could be 22. Trust me, there's a 20-year-old that's coming out of school. He's coming at your spot. So in order to keep wherever you are working, mm -hmm. you have to be a performer right. to even be deemed viable. Otherwise, right. we will get rid of you. Okay. So you got to bring it. That's true. So frequently in these 37 episodes when we talk about performance, mm -hmm. we always talk about the job description, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the job description is the metric for the bare minimum. Absolutely. Right. And a lot of people, including myself, we were taught either expressly or just indirectly by watching mm -hmm. that, you know, hard work gets us everything. Mm -hmm. And if I do what I'm supposed to do, yeah, I right, get it. <laughs> I do what I'm supposed to do to the best of my ability. Yeah. I perform that task out of the water. Yeah, I should be available for upward opportunities. Okay, right? You spot on, baby. Yeah, spot on. But <laughs> what I learned from this guy right here, <laughs> okay. What I learned from this guy is that is absolutely, absolutely 90% false. We, we, and, you know, it's old school. Let me, let me tell you where it comes from. It yeah. doesn't mean that our folks before us were trying to mess this up. No, they Here's weren't. Here's what happened. In an agricultural society, yeah. if, I, oh, if I had bigger fields yeah. and I got more crops in, my hard work actually did yield uh, bigger sales at the market. Yes. If I was if I was a, a a blacksmith, yes, and I shod more horses than you did down the street, yeah. my hard work got me more of that. Yeah. Um, if I'm making something, and versus you making something, yeah. the more I make, if I'm out make you and I sell that and I'll sell you, I'm more successful. But we don't make anything here anymore. That's it. 
So as we just as a society, as we've yep. shifted from the industrial, yep. uh, so as we've shifted from industry, like blue collar industry yep. being the driving force of our economy, yep. right? And more to soft skills, corporate, financial products, and that yep. thing's being the driving force of our economy. The the metric for high performance has it's shifted. shifted. Yes. I'm with it. Yes. I'm with it. We are now in an information age. Right. So I'm still working like I'm uh, I'm working in the farming age. Yes, yes. Dude, it ain't the same. <laughs> and so one thing, a big thing to remember about performance is you have to perform above your job description, above and beyond your job description. You, you will get fired at performing at your job description. Right. <laughs> Back in, and I'll see if I can pull it up here real quick. Mm-hmm. Back in episode... Uh, 24, mm-hmm. we talked about how creativity can crush competition. Oh. And that, and, and that was a topic that was uh, inspired by one Mr. Terry Crews. But the, 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 the theme that we pulled from that was to help you perform above and beyond your job description, mm-hmm. right, under P, be creative. And creativity does not necessarily mean artsy or art. It means problem solving. Solving mm-hmm. a problem to um, to create a new solution or a different solution, thinking mm-hmm. outside of the box for something, mm-hmm. that's creativity. And so when we think about this P for performance, perform above and beyond your job description. And to do so, think of ways that you can solve a problem that's keeping somebody above your prey grade up mm-hmm. at night. And I got that from you. You will, you will knock it out of the ballpark, man. All right. Let's move to I. Okay. I is for image. Man, people have a hard time with this one. I know. <laughs> An image is not just dress. Image is the way you communicate, the way you carry yourself, yep. what you're known for. When yep. you walk in the room, what do I think? Yeah, absolutely. What's, so that, what's, people's, what's yeah. people's perception of you? Now, now with some people, I've talked, man, dress is a hard thing. Yeah. Um, and we're building an app now we're talking about mm-hmm. that kind of helps people kind of work through that in the workplace. How do you get hired? What do you wear when you're going to do? Whatever. But think of it like this. If I'm in the Army, I wear a uniform. Mm-hmm. And that uniform says I am in the Army and this is the group I'm affiliated with. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are stripes or bars on that uniform which basically tell me what my rank and what my range of control is. Mm. In the workplace, the same thing exists. It's just not as clear cut. This is a new one. This is a new one for me. Break this one down. It is. It's as clear cut. I can tell you what executives wear. I can tell you what okay. junior VPs wear. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got I you. Have a, I have a game. I, the my my large client, my largest client, is in an office building, mm-hmm. office center, unbelievable office center, and I have a game that I play on Fridays because Friday is usually casual Friday. Yep. But sometimes it is, what in the world are you wearing, Friday? <laughs> Man. So I'm sitting there looking at people come in, and I, in my mind I play a game called Guess Who's Not a Manager. <sighs> and I will tell you, I can uh-huh. still tell you on a dress-down Friday, Yeah. I can still tell the VP, I can still tell the directors and the senior managers, and I can still tell the entry-level people who haven't made it yet. Just by what they have on. Yeah, you don't want to come to my office. (laughs) (laughs) 
We did that on one of the TV shows, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to yeah, come to my office. You like, and by the way, let me tell you something. I have been in rooms uh-huh. where senior management uh-huh. has, in the confine of that safe room, discussed how people dress. And it has hurt some careers. Yeah. I, I'm I'm on Fridays. I'm typically a jean and a button down guy. I still wear That's, button we downs. We do it. We do. I still wear buttons. I don't. I don't. Do I don't wear t-shirts and stuff. I don't wear t-shirts regular anyway. Now Texas, I wear my nice cowboy boots. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, expounding on this eye more. So yeah. there's clearly attire yeah. and, and grooming. Yeah, it's kind of in, in the same little bucket, right? Yeah. And then there's communication. Absolutely. Um, one of the things we did, we did, we did a few series on communication, where mm-hmm. in terms of like. What like what it takes to have effective effective communication, mm-hmm. and I think then we did an episode on how to give and receive feedback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then also there's written communication that falls in there too. So you oh, have verbal man. and written communication, Absolutely. right? So the combination of your attire and grooming plus the way that you're able to communicate then creates an image of you. <laughs> it is it. And you are judged on that image. Absolutely. And it is stronger. First of all, performance, we said performance is a given. If you're not yeah. a performer, we fire you. That's it. So don't think because you're a hard worker or you're a performer mm-hmm. that you get the carrot. Yeah. Because if you don't perform, we don't have to worry about talking about you getting the carrot. <laughs> so that's automatic, okay? Yeah. Everybody's a performer. Now the next thing, image is a little stronger than that. Image is about 30% of, of, the, of the piece that matters. Mm-hmm. And image is not only what you wear, but it's how you communicate. Yeah. Now, I will share with you, uh, you know, I go out and do executive coaching. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that you and I have discussions after 8 o'clock at night yep. that my focus on the way I'm presenting myself <laughs> is <laughs> different. No. Than when I went out and did a session for a bunch of guys. I can't remember what state it was in. Mm-hmm. And we always get feedback forms. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, and he's so articulate. I told you I don't like that. There was about seven reasons why yeah. I'm saying, yeah, mm-hmm. and why wouldn't you think that? Right. But it's so <laughs> anyway. That's okay. Hey, they gave me my check. I'm good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what happens is, in that case, mm-hmm. the I was blessed to sh- to have an image mm-hmm. or promote an image that this person said, wow. Yeah. Regardless of whatever their whatever whatever their thought process whatever the were, basis of that thought is, it didn't yeah. matter, right? Right. Because the image thing is there, and I will tell you in the workplace, a positive image. Mm-hmm. When you're a whiner and complainer, mm-hmm. and you're always down, mm-hmm. I, I watched somebody lose a job not too long ago behind that. Not that they were not smart, not that they could not do the basis of their job. Right. They brought the whole organization down. So. Talking about that, I, I made some changes in the last year and a half or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, one, I've grown a beard, which is typically said to be a no-no, especially for <laughs> especially for young black men in the corporate workspace, okay? But you're so tall. We don't know what's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they just see under. <laughs> it's a beard or a shirt, man. Just, I don't know. They just see under the chin. <laughs> Are you wearing a chin strap? <laughs> Dude, we all got to look up. I have no idea. You know what I mean? So, uh, okay. but yeah, but the, one of the other changes I made, I, I used to wear like a lot of shirts that I could wear outside of my pants. I got it. Right. Um, in the last year and a half, man, I shifted. I started wearing more, because um, the, the culture is business casual every yeah, day. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, but I started to take that more seriously and I started mm-hmm. to wear more loafers I mean not loafers like the Oxford shoes mm-hmm. uh, like a suit slacks button down shirts that type of thing right it works um, not only has it worked 
But because of psychologically how we've been taught to think about dressing up, quote unquote, right? Work up. Yeah. Dress up, it, work up. It it affected my mindset mm-hmm. going into work. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so when I dress up like that, because let's be real, on casual Fridays, I don't feel like doing anything. And that much gets done <laughs> on casual Friday. It's a casual day. Let's just be real. It is. It is. It's a casual but yeah, day. Yeah. But, but the combination of to- of those two, and it's funny because <laughs> I'm, I'm an old cartoon guy. Like, you remember Voltron? <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I think about it like Voltron, right? I have a tire and I have, uh, <laughs> I have grooming. And then I start stacking on the different parts of communication. Yeah. And then there's this whole robot there. Yeah. It's just like, that, that's what people see. And, and, uh, and that's a good analogy. Yeah. That is a, that's a perfectly good analogy. People see the aggregate of everything. Yeah. And when you say image, it's not just about how you look, but it's also how you speak. It's what kind of energy you bring in the room. Yeah. Or if you want to give you more coiny, Captain mm-hmm. Planet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we're anyway. going to be, we're gonna be do some cartoons. We're going to have cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Episode. Yeah, uh, man. Okay. The E. <laughs> let's, let's jump e to E. E is, is for. The, it's the biggest. It's mm-hmm, for exposure. It's the biggest thing. Okay. Next to spirituality. E is. How many people know you and know you positively? Let me tell you what works against this. Mm -hmm. We were all taught. You got taught. I got taught. It's in our culture. Don't brag. Just do. Explain culture. Black culture, for sure. Black culture, for sure. Um, And I I was very conservative, faith-based. Yes. Christian Christian culture. Christian culture, very conservative, very faith-based, just whatever. That was our house. Uh, Whatever you did, we were taught that God... Was the was the engine behind it? He gave you the gifts. Right. He did use you. He gave mm-hmm. you the gifts. So therefore, don't brag like you're all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we took that to believe sometimes to be so humble that we almost made ourselves non-existent. Well, that's not true either, because if you're the channel through which this power comes out or this good thing comes out, uh, you were used to get it to the workplace. So what I'm about to say might not be a popular way of uh... <laughs> well. Saying things that may happen anyway. If we were created, if if we go by that, we were yeah. created in God's image, right? Yeah, yeah. God often bragged. <laughs> he said, I, "I did this. I, I built this thing yeah, in yeah, six yeah. days." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, it's kind of in our DNA, well, yeah, to share some of our accomplishments. It is. And <laughs> the other, the, the dark side also has a bunch to say about that. Here's the thing, man. If you do something good, mm-hmm. revel in it. Yeah. It, it's a blessing. Don't be, you know, people have this false humility thing. Yeah. Well, it wasn't much. No, that was a thing. Yeah. And you knocked it out of the ballpark. Right. I've been a couple of your plays, man. I was at a play, and I'm, I'm bragging on you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I was at a play. It was at a church, and it wiped out the whole church. I've never seen a church packed that tough. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one lady had brought a gangbanger in, and the mm-hmm. gangbanger took off his colors at the end of it. I didn't think I knew this. No, no, you're in the back. And and she said, she said, I brought this guy in. I didn't know how it was going to work, but church was filled with 800 some people in the room. And and uh, he took off his colors. He mm-hmm. said, I want to experience this without my colors on. Took off his jacket, took off everything, wow. and just sat there. And I'm like, whoa! Now you did it at the end of it. We talked about it. It yeah. was it was amazing, man. People just were like blown away. The thing was, 
you don't know the total impact of that whole thing. I don't. But you got out there, you exposed it, and it touched people. Right. So when we're talking about exposure, we shouldn't think of it as just the thing that says, well, here's how I get to present myself in a positive light. Exposure is also how much do we take this good inside of us? Mm -hmm. We've been talking about journeys and fulfillment. How much do we take that and we put it out there? Right. It touches people. And, and, and so... You know, early on, especially in the early episodes and, and when you were teaching me about exposure, mm-hmm. it's about, and you say it all the time, it's about who knows you and who knows you positively, right? right? So many times we interpret that as, a lot. well, a lot of us can interpret that or will interpret that as brown nosing or kissing butt to get up the ladder, right? Right, right. Well, I, I now see it differently. Um, I see it like this. I need to build the proper relationships mm-hmm. to put myself in front of mind of the decision makers mm-hmm. so they consider me for bigger opportunities. Mm-hmm. So when you're at a staff level, you really only have to worry about your piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Once you get into management, then managers are responsible for their piece of the pie, but also your piece of the pie. So, and trying to also satisfy the the agendas above them. Absolutely. And so they're juggling a few things. Absolutely. And so not always is your particular individual development front of mind. Sometimes it can't be because they're humans too. And so my job to create the positive exposure is to constantly be trying to build that relationship yeah. and do things with the combination of performance and image, right, to put myself in front of their minds yep. so that when opportunities come up for bigger things, they consider me. Yep. Right? Yep. Um. I mean that that's that's that that to me that's exposure that's a big thing. Yeah. The the issue of exposure is who knows you and who knows you positively. Mm-hmm. And somebody comes to mind when I hear that. And that's uh Jesus Christ. Okay. What did he do to get exposure? What died? Yeah. Okay. I thought about what he did to get exposure. Who did he give to? Who did he help? And I've boiled, in my life, exposure mm. down. I've boiled exposure down to who do you help? Mm. That's it. Who knows you positively? Well, the people that know you positively see a value in you, and you have had to be valuable to them. Right. So who knows you positively? I love working with young people. I'm nuts. Uh, if I wasn't so old, I'd be young. Mm-hmm. So if I'm hanging out with young people having a good time, I'm acting silly and enjoying them like whatever. Then I find out that that exposure to them, I can actually have conversations with them on some pretty heady topics, right. and they'll listen. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I am learning through that exposure. So exposure basically is your connectivity and who you help. Mm. That's really, who am I connected to, whether it's in the organization, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. But we talk about it because it's work organizations. Who am I connected to and how's that working? Right. So let's move on to the last one, the big one, S, spirituality. Ooh, if you don't have this, the rest don't matter. Yeah, and, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, depending on who's listening, sometimes it makes people a little uncomfortable just because... Spirituality is one of those things where it's so personal. Yeah. It's so personal that you can't put metrics around that type of stuff. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? And I think we got to do a couple things here, man. We talk about spirituality. We're not talking about religion. Right. Now, I go to church. I'm of the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's it, it it what works for me. And if you catch me outside, I'll tell you what works for me. I am not telling somebody what has to happen for them. I will share what does work for me. Right. And I'll, if you're talking to me, I'll say, hey, try it. It's like, you know, somebody got something good. Hey, you might want to taste that and right, see right. if it works for you. Right. But one of the things that happens when we talk about spirituality, people get turned off because they swear you're about to talk about religion. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. Uh, I went through a tough time in my life where I found a 12-step table. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that I found more spirituality at a 12-step table than I have found in most denominations. Wow. The first thing it tells you, I am powerless. Then I go to a meeting and realize that dude's a numbskull. My boss is a horse's rear end. <laughs> the VP doesn't care. Yeah. The other VP is an alcoholic. And I'm screwed because I'm in a room with these guys trying to fix a multi-million dollar problem. And I go back to my... 12-step training and realize I am powerless. Hmm. The second point in that says, but there is a higher power mm -hmm. that can restore to me to sanity. So I'm in that meeting going, ooh, higher power, who I call God. Mm -hmm. I sure hope you're in this room with me because these people are bat crazy. Right. The third step in the 12-step program, and these are the three that I keep with me, I made a decision that day to turn my will over to my higher power. Hmm. Okay, and with me, it's like, God, get me through this meeting. So I'm in that meeting, bunch of numbskulls, just whatever, realizing that Eric doesn't have the capability of navigating this by himself. Mm -hmm. Now, I got some history, a little bit of experience, but mm -hmm. pff, what does that matter? It's something I've never seen before. But I rely on my higher power, and it gives me a peace. I'm in a room full of these yeah. folks going, this is going to be okay for you, Eric. Yeah. It may not go the way you think it should go, you're going to be all right. So I was listening to um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm -hmm. probably one of the more famous mm -hmm. uh, astrophysicists in terms of pop culture, at least. Mm -hmm. um, and he was saying something interesting about belief. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he was talking about belief in the sense of truth. Okay. And he was like, the word truth has been redefined. Mm-hmm. Time and time over the years. So where now, so here's how he sees truth per se, right? Mm -hmm. Truth he has with the, what he calls an objective truth, which mm -hmm. is something that I can lay out a series of facts mm -hmm. that is hard to dispute. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he like lists a couple other truths. But what struck me about that whole dialogue is when it comes to spirituality, the reason it can be so heavily debated is because there's not a, a ton of indisputable facts Absolutely that can happen, right? And so then, so then it shifts to, well, now it's about what you believe. Mm -hmm. And a belief does not always have to be true to be a belief. Like, for instance, I believe in creation, but I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I don't know. So somebody else, if I'm arguing with that, but it's 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 in one of my fundamental beliefs. Yeah. Now that's why when we are talking about spirituality, I always say faith people. Faith people. Because I believe that principle mm -hmm. because of my faith. Somebody else may believe something different. And by the way, I'm not trying to change their mind. <laughs> no. Because however that works, however your higher yeah. power guides you, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to change you into believing everything that I believe. Here, here here's where. I land on a lot of this, especially when it comes to just people getting through life every day. Because that's all we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Everybody's trying to get through life one day at a time. One day at a time. Right. Oh. 
and 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 this will be how we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to question to to tell you what to believe and what not to believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it's nobody's job. Whatever belief you hold that gives you peace of mind to be able to continue to push through every day, mm-hmm. right? To help you get through work, through life, but also treat people with compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should be connecting to on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. that is your S mm-hmm. in this pies. That is. I will say this, though. If you are traveling a spiritual journey, mm-hmm. you will grow. Yeah, absolutely. So when people say, you know, uh, you know, I'm spiritual, I don't believe in God, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to change you on any day. Because I'm, you're growing. Because you're growing. And you're growing. you will grow on that journey. Yep. And it's not my job. To dictate how you grow, how you get there, even where you end up. Nope. It's my job, first of all, to treat you with respect, yep. dignity, because that's what my higher power told me, how I'm supposed to treat people. And that's what it boils down to. <laughs> and that is the guiding philosophy of this podcast, Beyond the Cubicle Pies. Oh, man. Performance, image, exposure, and spirituality. Have mercy. We want to thank all of our listeners for a great 2018 we're going to be on a couple of weeks of hiatus. Um, yes. And, but we will see you guys in 2019. 19. Keep, yeah, keep a lookout for social media. We'll, we'll keep you updated there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love the support. Keep spreading the word, and we hope that we're having an impact on your life. For Eric Kelly, I'm Brian Montgomery. Have a great Christmas, New Year. Enjoy your holidays. Peace. Hey.